Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, one of my favorite chapters in God's Word. Amazing stuff here. And so in verse 1 it says, Therefore, my beloved, and long for, brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. And I was thinking about this. You know, that he calls them his beloved, his, his longed-for brethren, his joy, his crown. You're the reason I do this is kind of what that means. You're, you're the reason I, I get up in the morning. You're what gives me the breath to go on and, and to continue on because I see God doing things like he did with you. And you're the reward. And I think that there are churches, I think that there are places as a minister goes from place to place and ministers at different places, there are places that he goes or she goes that they find this connection. I have those connections for sure. And I used to think of the Calvary Chapel in Homer, Alaska, and the folks there and how much I love them. I think of, of the, the church in Rome, Calvary Chapel, Rome. What a, a neat fellowship of believers. And, and the people that I met there, Vincenzo and, and all those guys, Brent and Hope, of course. And, 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 and other places, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the Treasure Valley Calvary Chapels are, are very dear to me. The, the, these are churches that I, I've spoke at or, or I've known the people from and just a dear, amazing group of people. And, and I think that when I think of churches that, are, that I really love, the, the churches that really have a, a strong place in my heart, I think of you guys. In fact, I think you're the best church. I mean, honestly, I think that this church is just a great church. It's, it's, just, it's just a beautiful fellowship of believers. I, I love it. And I think that Philippians, or the Philippi church, was Paul's favorite church, if you're allowed to have a favorite but then there were other churches that maybe Paul didn't have such a connection with. You know, when Paul thought of them, he wasn't thinking, oh man, that church is so wonderful. I can't wait to get back and see them again. People like Corinth or Galatia. Where when Paul thought of those churches, it just kind of brought a dread to his heart. Like, oh. And I know churches like that. Churches that through abuse of power or they just bring grief. You know, as you think about the, the way that people are, are struggling for power or the church is divided or, or you know, pastors who, who grab for, you know, authority that really doesn't belong to them and end up, you know, pushing people around and things like that. And those churches bring grief to our hearts. But this church in Philippi was certainly one of Paul's favorites. And, and I think that as he talks to them and he says that you're my beloved, my longed-for brethren, it speaks to the intimacy of this congregation in his heart. And so he calls them his joy and his crown, a poetic way of saying, you guys are my prize. You guys are my treasure. This is the reason I do what I do. So don't let me down. <laughs> no, he didn't really say that. He said... So stand fast in the Lord. But I think when he said stand fast in the Lord, he was saying, so don't let me down. You know, don't, don't change that. Don't, don't, don't go down that road. 
that would ruin all that you are and all that you have. You see, the, the reality is, is when there's problems in ministry or when there's problems in churches, it's never really relationship problems. In fact, it's never a relationship problem. It, it's never a power struggle problem. It's never any of those. Those things, when you think about all the problems in churches and you think about you know, things that divide churches and, and the things that we name out, like, oh, you know, it was greed, it was, it was you know, affair, it was uh, whatever, and we see these different things happen within the churches and people kind of dividing and people struggling for power in the church. Those things are kind of like a headache. It's not the problem, it's just a symptom of a deeper problem. It's, a, it's, it's, it's not a, a head problem so much as it is a heart problem, right? In fact, Jesus would say in Matthew chapter 15, verse 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. It's not what came out of the mouth. It's not the mean words that were said or the, the strain that was caused. It was really what was in the heart. And the problems I'm having with others says more about my heart and my relationship with the Lord than it says about my relationship with those people. It's true, I, I can do my best and try to get along with people, and there are still going to be people that don't like me. That always frustrates me. You know, I try really hard to get along with everybody, even people who have completely different views than, than I do. And I try to be patient, and I try to understand. You know, I want to say other things. But I try to understand. In fact, I was, I was on Facebook the other day and I saw a post that was kind of against us. And I was like, what in the world? Why, why do they hate us? And, and so I, I, I did the right thing. And take note, maybe I should have said nothing, okay? But I did the right thing at least. And I said what I said in a private message. I, I said, hey, why do you hate us? We love you guys, I think. <laughs> Whoever you are, you know. And, 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 you know, it just, I kind of went through this thing, and, and, and instead of saying, why, are you, why, why do you think like that? Why are you like that? I don't understand. You're just, that's just dumb, you know, which is what my flesh wanted to say. But instead I said, why don't you help me understand your position? Why don't you help me to understand it? Well, they said, we'll get back to you on that, and said they went and they posted something publicly. And I thought, okay, maybe I should have said nothing, but I just stirred the pot from behind. But, but there's, there's people that, that you just can't get along with, not because you won't get along with them, but because they won't get along, right? They won't, they won't see reason. They just want to throw up false information. They want to slander. They want to gossip. Romans chapter 12, verse 18 says, If it is possible, as much as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all men. In other words, if it's up to me, I'm going to do what I need to do to, to mend things, to make things right, to do what I need to do to keep there from being a rift between me and somebody else. I can't control them. They're going to do what they're going to do. But at least as far as it depends upon me, I want to be at peace with them. I want to know I can go to bed at night having not said something really, you know, nasty. Right? Not have, I mean, not attacked for even if I'm being attacked. And this is the thing about this, and this is going to sound so difficult for most of us, I think, as I'm about to read what I'm about to read from my notes. But, but I think that this is something that we need to consider. Sometimes it means taking the blame. Sometimes it means cutting your losses. 
It always means forgiving, means giving in, letting go, as much as it depends upon you or me, we just have to commit it to the Lord and say, Lord, this is your fight, not mine. And I will be wronged. And I will even sometimes take blame that I don't deserve to take. And why would I do that? Because that's what Jesus did for you. While you were still sinners, Christ died for you. While he was being nailed to the cross, as he's being lifted up to be crucified unjustly, hanging naked, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. There will always be people who don't love the Lord Jesus Christ. And they may even call themselves a Christian. And they'll hold on to bitterness even though they're shown how to be free from it. And certainly if you read the Bible for very long, you know there's freedom from it, right? And so Paul now gets very personal and real in verse 2. He says, I implore Yodia and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. Now, <laughs> I, I can imagine... That, that these are probably just first century problems. They're not today problems when it comes to two women arguing in the church. You know, this doesn't happen in our modern world, right? <laughs> we wish. We only wish. But, but I can surmise two things from this. One is the thing that we can include is that they're both prominent women within the church. And we're going to see that in a moment. The second thing that we can include is that this was not a private matter. This was something that was well known amongst the whole church. The same as when Paul called out the man in 1 Corinthians, whom he doesn't name, who was having an inappropriate relationship with his stepmother. It was something that was well known. Everybody knew it. And this, obviously, is something that's well known and everybody knows about. It. Otherwise, Paul probably would have been a little bit more discreet. But he calls this out and he says, Hey, you ladies, Yodia and Syntyche, he says, be of the same mind in the Lord. And I can think of half a dozen times over the 18 years of our church history that there have been specifically two women who just were not getting along within the church. Now, I, I'm not going to say that it's only women because we've had men who didn't get along. But the difference is, and this is the weird difference of this, is it's, when it's with the man, it's the whole family. But sometimes when it's just with the women, the husbands are like, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't see the problem. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.